Petty Radio. And tonight we have one of the best producers in the history of music in the building. My name is Jobs. We got the plug and silk in the building as well. And we got a super producer himself, High Tech, uh, getting his shit set up right now. Hopefully he can hear us. What's going on, King? What's up, fam? Can y'all hear me? Oh, yeah, we can hear you. Peace, peace. Peace, peace. What's going on? Shit, man. Glad to be alive, bro. How about you? Man, likewise. What's going on? So, how's life, man? It, it it must feel good to be one of the best producers to ever breathe. Man, that's that's a blessing, man. You know, it's, it's a blessing. I thank you for that. You know, it's that's a, a fact, though. Yeah, it's a dream come true to, uh, from a kid's standpoint. You know, uh, as a as accomplished producer, uh, man, it's just all around. Uh, I would just say it's just a blessing, man, because that's that's what you set out to do as a kid when you first started is as a hobby, and then it, it turned into, you know, a business, and, and then you affect the people you you wanted how you wanted to, and that's all it that's all it is to it, you know. Money is secondary. But what inspired you to start getting into music? I'm just all around hip hop. You know what I mean? I, I started when I was. In the womb, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> I, I could feel it, you know what I mean. Uh, my father was in the music. My mother was re- really outgoing, you know. Uh, she didn't hold back. She she's a big part of the reason why I, I am, you know, uh, into music. And my father as well, but she kind of like helped me with the hobby part. She allowed me to bang out in the basement, you know what I mean. When yeah, you know, a lot of mothers. Like turn that shit down, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, she let me do my thing. Uh, what was your question though? I forgot that quick. Oh, oh you are, you answered it. Okay. Basically, what? Well, not really. Not really. <laughs> right. I, I figured I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was saying, what inspired you to uh, get into music? Oh, like so you like said, I said, from the womb. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I went all the way off, but you know. uh you know, just just being in in, in hip hop, break dancing back when the, in the eighties, and uh, you know, like when 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 the break dancing played out, you know what I'm saying. It started for everybody. Really start from my standpoint in Cincinnati. You know what I mean. Everybody got into DJing. You know, I was I was a young dude. I was in the club when I was eight. You know what I mean. They was hey, sneaking me in the, yeah, they were sneaking me in the club because I was with a breaking crew. You know what I'm saying. They were sneaking me in the club. We was making money. You know, dance wow. with the old folks, and you know, they run sneakers in. And then when I was about 14, they still with the OGs was still sneaking me in the club because I started <laughs> DJing. So wow. I would make all the beats for the whole crew and everybody do their, you know, little talent show. And you know, uh yeah, so I, I it just it just kind of came natural, you know. It's just, you know, thank God it, it's it's a business, you know. So when so, did it turn from a hobby to I can fuck around and feed people with this? Yeah, exactly. When when did that transition though? Uh man, it really transitioned like when I was about 17 getting ready to graduate. Uh like my senior year, I I was I was had one fit, one foot in and one foot out, you know, I was I was hustling and doing doing things. I changed my life on my own and I think music and uh you know, being being able to make beats and get into the studio thing changed my life. It gave me a, another outlet. So like my senior year, uh, me and my partner, you know, we was doing our thing and uh, I got in some trouble. I went to jail, 
uh, juvenile. Okay. And, uh, you know, when I came home and I seen my drum machine and I was like, you know, I was like, I'll never leave you again, you know, because <laughs> that was my thing. So I knew it was an outlet, but my partner, he was, he was big in the streets, you know what I'm saying? But he was smart, man. He the one that really taught me about the business. Uh, his name is Lee, uh, one of my good friends, man. He was one of those guys. He was always ahead of the game. And um, he started his own studio. And I was always younger. I was about four years younger than everybody I hung with all my life, pretty much. Um, and he, he, he bought me a lot of, he bought me equipment. And he had to go do a bit. And he told me, he had to go do eight months. Mm-hmm. And he, he told me, he said, um, he said, man, I want you to just practice, you know what I mean? But, it, it, you know, mind you, prior to that, I always had people look out for me, show me how to DJ. But when it got serious and when it became a business is when he left me the equipment. He was like, man, I want you to perfect your skill. And you come when I come home, we're going to start a studio. So I was about 18 and we started my own, you know, we started our own studio where I would run the sessions and he provided me the equipment. So I would charge like 25 an hour. I worked with pretty much everybody that was doing something in Cincinnati. So that was really like my my way of sharpening my, my sword. You know what I mean? Being able to work with different artists and, you know, join doing like three sessions per day. You know what I mean? So it went from that to, you know, actually a group I was working with uh, by the name of Mood. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they met Kwali in New York because they would take trips back and forth to New York and um, they brought Quali's demo tape. And that's, that's when it really got, you know, that's pretty much in a nutshell how it really got started. So you and Quali been together like before the deal. Was that, is that how it worked? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. That's fire. Yeah, man. Was he dope from, from day one? Yeah. Quali was really dope, man. He, uh, that was the first thing I heard, like, you know, I wasn't really like the my guy that I said that put me on with the equipment. We was partners. He he was still, it was a time where he just still had one foot in the street, one foot out. And I mm-hmm. just got real serious about the music. And I'm like, man, you gotta come to the lab. You know, you gotta, you know, we gotta work. We gotta make some songs. You know what I mean? And that was the difference between like him and a Kwali. Like when I heard Kwali, he was the thing about what I liked about him is he he was making full songs, you know what I mean? And, okay. And they were taking beats, him and like, you know, when I hooked up with him, he was taking beats that I just had. I had so many sitting in the crate and he he would make those beats songs. And I was like, okay, it's about what you do to the beat. It ain't got to be a hit track. Right. You know, it could be a whack track and somebody could bring it to life. So he, he showed me that. You ain't got no whack tracks though, bro. Man, they don't believe that, man. <laughs> hey, man, I watched your shit on the Rhythm Roulette, man. And, and yeah. oh, and for the for the record, man, the beat that you made, the first beat you made, I was pissed that you stopped that beat and started oh, over. Oh, for real? Yes, <laughs> oh, that shit was fire, bro. Yeah, that, that's thank you, man. That's that's how it is when you, uh, I don't know, trying to be a perfectionist. You know what I mean? And, and then you know, I always tell people I need my own A and R. You know, you need that's why you gotta have the homies, the real homies, not the yes men, right? The real guys in the studio to help you with that. So you or somebody in the studio to kind of say, "Hey man, keep that." You know, inspire you just to say, oh, "Okay, that's good." Sometimes you keep your work, and you start something. You know, you'll scrap it. You know, it might it could have been the next hit. You know. Yeah, because so, I was in this bitch, was, like, nodding off, like, bah, bah. 
Yeah. My bad, Rome. <laughs> Go ahead, bro. <laughs> Man. So what was the process like um working on uh on Black Star first album? Which is still one of my favorite albums ever. So like Facts. that. Yeah, that that Black Star album is incredible, man. My oh God, I mean, yeah, uh, man. Like I said, uh, when I hooked up with Quad, they was showing me how to. I wouldn't even say showing me, but just I think coming from Cincinnati, I was happy to hook up with some New York MCs, you know. But mind you, I didn't know I was gonna hook up with most deaf, you know what I mean? Right. But uh, you know, there's, there's a guy, man. That's how I know. I mean, that, that whole, Yo, you know Moses. what I mean? Incredible. Both of them dudes is incredible. To be able to hook up with them brothers, you know, yeah. like, and be able to come up with them together, we were all coming up. You know, I would right. put my offering in, and we all put it in one plate. But it started with me and Kwali, you know, and and Kwai, he already knew most. You know, they both from Brooklyn, so right. Um, you know, as me and Kwali were doing our thing and trying to, we it was just a work in progress. I would go back and forth. To, to New York uh, on the Greyhound, you know, every so often, like, you know, once once a month or every, once every other month. But uh, eventually we had uh, hooked up with most and uh, he introduced me to most. And I remember us doing the Fortify Live, you know, about that record. That was our first single, actually, me and Quality. Okay. But what most, was your first what was your first thought when you heard most fit? Man, just crazy, man. He taught me so much, just like. I mean, his cadence is uh just his his his, his charisma, man. He, he definitely helped Quad step his game up. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. That's that's I love them dudes, man. So like, how did you feel um, when you first um, started working with Most Deaf, like the actual first time? It was it's a big, you know, you know, especially like uh, he was he was already a star in my eyes, you know. He was already like acting with Bill Cosby. He was on Teen Summit. Uh, he had just uh, he was coming off the the new Daylight album, which was crazy. Uh, the album was crazy. He was a part of that album, yeah. and he was a new member of the uh, you know the tribe vibe. You know what I mean? The whole mm, right. native tongues. You know what I'm saying? And he he pulled us in. You know, so we were waiting. We were waiting for our initiation, but we had to prove ourselves first. And I feel like he helped us do that. You know, so we working with him, man. It was just he, he just really down to earth, and um, he he still has something to prove. And I felt like I help I could help that out. So uh, your phone rings, and they want to make another Black Star album. You you there, right? <laughs> oh, for sure, man. I, I've been there for a long time. Been waiting. Yeah. I've been waiting. <laughs> yeah, we, we we all waiting, man. Oh my God, man! Yeah, you and the rest waiting. of the planets. Yeah, yo, but like I, I I've heard nothing but good things about most. Um, most was really they, creative. Yeah, folks. yo, he um he actually filmed at my aunt's house. Um, when he filmed something the Lord made, the HBO joint. Yeah, that was one of my favorite. One of his favorite, my favorite movies. Yeah, That's they filmed some of that. My, and, yeah, they filmed some of that in my aunt's house. You know what I'm oh, saying? Really? So like. Yeah, so a couple of my family members got to meet him and whatnot. Yo, everybody was like, yo, he was really cool. And, okay. You know, yeah. Y'all, so y'all, y'all in Chicago right now? Uh, I'm in Baltimore. In Baltimore, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, jobs in uh, Cleveland. Oh, you're Cleveland. Yes, sir. Connected. Yeah. We on Zoom. 
Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what? Like, like it's I'm closer to Baltimore than Cincinnati, and we're in the same damn state. Oh, Yo, that's crazy. That, that is crazy. You up north. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like we all like uh like Cincinnati is like literally the, the complete opposite side of the state. Yeah, we, we we like the closest city to the south, I guess, in Ohio. Yep, I yeah. think so. We're right yeah. there. So man, Still you got a, you, you got a hell of a resume though, bro. Like like who's it, it, who who's the <clears throat> best vibe you got in the studio? Like the best uh, chemistry. Um I would say Kuali initially, but as I start working with like bigger artists, um, I would say um, uh, I, I had a great session with uh, one time. I, had, I went to New York to hook up with Game, oh. and Game me we we did old, old English, and that was really that joint's fire right there. That joint's fire. Yeah, we yo, made run it. Run is one of my favorite joints ever too. Yo, that beat is so crazy. Yeah, that came out crazy. That 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 we had a session in New York. And it, I was like, man, game is really, really, really creative, man. And we just had a. I just remember it being a great vibe, great session. But also like uh, Snoop, Snoop. I've been in the studio with Snoop a couple of times, and and man, he they him and his crew they taught me so much about the process and keeping the vibe in the music, you know, in the process, keeping the vibe in the studio. So I would say like Snoop and Game and Most Def, you know, everybody I was able to actually get in the studio with, actually, you know, sometimes, you know, it get a little stagnant, you know, with the, when you get, when you work with people you normally work with. You know? mm-hmm. Right. But I know yeah. you work with some niggas that was trash too, though. Oh, yeah, you, that's how you get better. <laughs> <laughs> Worst nigga you ever heard. Say his name. No nah, man, we can we're not gonna do that. Man, you gonna be at home crying and shit. Is he really gonna do that? I can't do it like that. <laughs> man, man, this Yo, and I was talking. I don't know if you heard of this producer named Doc Ish, but um, him and uh, uh Billy Dance is really, really. That's his man's right there. Mm-hmm. Actually, who want to kind of be, you know, Billy Dance would like to fuck with you, too. Um, but he was telling me about a guy that, that came in that was just so horrible, how he was just watching the clock. And he looked up <laughs> and it was 202, looked up again, it was 206. And then <laughs> oh, man, yeah, study long, study wrong. <laughs> oh, man. So what's the, what's what's been the highlight so far, man? You'd have had a hell of a career, and, and, and how come you not people not mentioning you with Dr. Dre and, and, and DJ Premier, and and the people of that ilk? I think I still got a lot of work, more work to do. You know, uh, that's just really it. You know, uh, I have a lane, and you you know, thanks to people like y'all, you know, you know, really support me. You know what I mean, but. I feel like I got a lot more work to do as far as, you know, uh, building my platform, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of it is just, you know, you could be uh, every producer's favorite producer, but you won't be be like the famous dude, you know what I mean? You won't be the guy that everybody know, like, you know, like late great Jay Diller. I mean, he's like a mad scientist and he'll slay anybody on that drum machine. 
you know what I mean? But people didn't know him. They actually started, they knew me more than Dilla. Not to say I was under Dilla or, you know, better or right. what I have. I feel like I got my thing, you know what I'm saying? Dilla had yeah. his thing, but us coming from the Midwest, and I looked at Dilla like, man, I mean, he's so incredible, you know, uh, he didn't get the recognition that he deserved either, I don't Absolutely. think. Absolutely. Until you he passed, know? unfortunately. Yeah, he didn't even get the recognition he deserved in Detroit, bro. I grew up there and had never heard of the nigga until he passed. Damn, that's crazy. He wasn't a so, he wasn't a typical but, Detroit nigga though. He was not. He was too humble and not flashy enough. Man, I I, I have to. I wouldn't say. I, I wouldn't say I disagree. I just I just know, like all the heads know, like from everybody knew him, but when it came to like you said, he, his popping his head out the studio, he just was a lab rat. And that, a lot of that holds you back from, you know, you don't want to be in the limelight. And I think when he worked with uh, Tribe, he was under the Uma. So people, he didn't really get a lot of the credit for the stuff that he did, you know what mm -hmm. I mean, that he produced. But, uh, well, you know, soul credit, should I say. Mm -hmm. But, I, man, people knew, they knew him, like, you know, they definitely knew. It's almost like he, you know, in the city, Cincinnati, everybody knew me, you know, but C Cincinnati really, it's not a Detroit, you know, it's just, it's just a smaller version of everything, you know, but uh, getting, getting that recognition is, is more about standing in, in the public eye and having that, the publicist and, and, and you know, forcing yourself in that situation, you know what I mean? Like, you know, making people talk about you. You know, some people like myself. I really not. I'm not a really outgoing. For I like standing in the studio. Mandela was a lot of like. Mm -hmm. You know, who who are you listening to now? Like what? What you mean? Like oh, music. Man, I, I listen to man. I still be listening to like like the Heat Wave album, the Central Heat. Okay. <laughs> I listen to. Okay. <laughs> I play that over and over. It's just something about it, like. I like to play old music. I, I'm listening to, uh, I'm not really listening like bumping too many people. Too much. I listen to a lot of weird shit, like just music in general. I'm always searching for sound. You know? So like, what's your number one favorite song? Like out of all the songs? What song? <laughs> that I produce or or what? Uh, just period. Like I, 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 I could tell you that. It's too many. <laughs> it's too many. I, I, and somebody wanted to know about the business of music. They just that that was their question. Ask him about the business of music. Like, yeah. do you just pretty much just you got an accountant, you got a manager, you let them do their thing, or are you really hands on? Man, I'm I'm, I'm my own manager, accountant, lawyer, and everything. Mm -hmm. I, got an no. I got an assistant lawyer. You know what I mean? That's what I call <laughs> my lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 read, I read the contracts too. You know what I mean? I've been doing it too long to not know. You're supposed to. Right. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like I think that's what a lot of artists mess up. They they let people count their money without counting and they, they stop reading and stop wanting to learn about what they signing. And, and you know, when the checks come in, they paying, you know, three thousand a month for a, a, a big accountant. And you can do some of that stuff yourself. So I'm really hands-on, man. Like, you know. Right. And I, I feel like, you know, that's the old school way. Yeah, and that, that's the that's the best way. You know, what it I'm is saying? the best way. That's the best way. No, you got to know what you got in your account, and you know, um, I feel like 
you know, the day you let that go is when, when things get, get, get a little crazy. Unless you got a soul team that works for you. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times people get, all the artists get managers that, so they, they, they busy trying to build their own management company. They trying to have all these artists and, you know, they trying to have their management company and they use you to bring every other artist in. So if somebody yeah. say, oh, you tech one of your clients, you like, yeah, so that, that gives somebody else more, that make them more comfortable to sign with this dude. So the day I may want to take a vacation or something, then they, they build in another artist or producer under my wing, that manager no longer need, needs me. Or he starts to slowly, you know, slack on, you know, returning my calls or returning calls that that's inquired about myself. You know what I mean? So I feel like, you know, if you could build a team mm-hmm. of people that work solely for you, you, you really more, you'd be more successful. So are you still with Aftermath? That's family, man. Definitely. Yeah. How does that work? Like, like, like it's Dr. Dre. First off, that's gotta be fucking dope. Dr. Dre. Building. But how does that work? Like, as far as do they just say, okay, well, we got artist X that wants to, that wants three beats. This is your assignment. Shit like that. Or. Yeah, it, it was like that. It was like that at a time, you know, that's how I ended up with so many placements on, you know, on the on the aftermath projects, uh, and then that turned into, you know, Dre saying like, I right, here's a, you know, ten song deal. Then you know we renewed it, turned into another ten song deal. But you know when Dre was building his projects, me, Denon Porter, Khalil, um, uh, I forget who else, but you know guys like us were like his go-to guys. And he, he just gave us the opportunity because he loved our sound. You know, Jake One, I believe, was on the squad. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just, it's really simple with Dre because Dre was once us. Right. You know what I mean? So he really get it. He, he, he don't really, st- he don't starve his artists. He don't starve his producers. Like, he really honest with it. He just say, hey, just deliver, you know, just come with it. So he sends you shit back and be like, nah, bro, this, this ain't, this ain't hitting. If you don't hear from him, you know it ain't it. <laughs> Get the thumbs down. That's just, you know, hit you with the thumbs down, and it's just, you know, it is what it is. And you know what, man? I think that your your greatness is is like a gift and a curse because you could do a beat for fucking anybody. I mean, if you look at your, at your catalog from Snoop Dogg to Big L to to gee Busta Rhymes to D12 like you could do beats for anybody and everybody and maybe that's that's like it's great that you could do that but that's why people don't put you up yeah. there with the greats because it ain't like like if I hear a DJ Premier beat I know it's a DJ Premier beat yeah. I agree you know I but agree. I would if I had a choice I would prefer your lane which is me <laughs> I, I agree, man. Like I, I think, you know, me being able to make bodies of work with quality and most and you know, being able to start off and, or you know, my own albums, you know what I mean? But my own albums are based on what you just said too. Like it's a various artists. So what I try to do is show my versatility. And that's mm-hmm. kind of like a producer battle thing. Like in my mind, I'm like, I'm battling, you know, because a lot of producers can't say they producing whole albums and that don't sound monotonous. Yeah, right. and, you know what I mean. So that's kind of where I be trying to battle. 
you know, it's always a competition. So, you know, when, when we try to create a sound, you got to zone in, you know, with that. And I don't, I think that with that being said, like, you know, coming up with a concept and um, like following that concept will help create that sound if you wanted to do that in particular, but, or having an artist like working with, like how I work with Qua mm -hmm. or doing a whole project on someone, you start to create a vibe and a sound, you know what I mean? And like I said, I think that's, goes back to what I said. I think I just got a lot more work to do to become, you know, more of a household name. And you know what, um, I, go ahead, Ron. You got any um, in-house artists you working with? Or was that something you aspiring to do? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get back at it. I, I really just, uh, I had shut my studio down a couple few years ago because I wanted to build a new spot. And I just mm -hmm. want to rethink everything just in my life in general. And speaking on like what we were saying as far as the business goes, that's when I turned into manager and right. account. You know, I was like, you right. know, I'm getting robbed. I'm, I'm spreading myself too thin. Yeah, you just back up. You know what I mean? And and, and I, I do joints here and there. Like you know, when when artists reach out to me, uh, like like for the for instance, like when Anderson Pack reached out, that was the only beat I had sent them. You know, because okay. I, mean? I kind of felt like I'm sending all of these beats out. And then I ain't hearing nothing back. So I feel like oh, it's no respect. It, the respect ain't there. Mm -hmm. Right. It's, it's actually disrespectful to not call me back and say, them, them, them beasts is trash. I would rather right. say them beasts is trash than not say nothing at all. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I feel you on that one. Yeah. yeah I, I feel you a thousand percent. And yeah. and, and, and Elevation Allah in, in, in the YouTube chat if you don't quit fucking bugging me and tagging me with all these goddamn questions, bro, you can interview this nigga yourself. I'm dead ass, bro. Like, like, and Merry Christmas to you. Oh man, um, thank you, bro. I'm just saying, man. You you're getting wild with this shit, bro. It's like 17 tags and shit, bro. I'm gonna ask some of your questions, but like, like, calm down, Smokey. Okay. You know, can people okay. hear me? That's on your chat. Yeah, they can. But he got some good questions. He just got a shitload of them. <laughs> like, like, like one, he wants to know, um, like if an artist wants to work with you, how they go about reaching out to you. And you know, today, I mean, we got so many ways to get get at me. You know, Instagram, Twitter. I mean, that's how you you know, it is what it is. I'm right there, just like when you reached out. I kind of pick and choose who I want to be interviewed by. I weed it out, sniff it out. And y'all kind of exactly, y'all got the exact energy I thought y'all would have. And you know, y'all y'all very deserving of this interview. But I don't Yo, do them like that. We appreciate you, know? you for that. Definitely. Thank you. There's a lot of people that want to do interviews just for the clout. You know what I mean? And right. They, and they're not real fans. They don't know really know your music. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, absolutely. You know, social media, gotta weed everything you gotta see who to, you know absolutely even because i don't have a publicist right now so you know normally publishers will weed out the bullshit yeah what you yeah. Wh why not bro what where your publicist at i'm cheap man <laughs> well, he probably figured like look i can do that on my own at least i, I don't know what it. i want to do what i, I don't want to do <laughs> But I like what I don't like. Yeah, my skin is my sin, you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. <laughs> um, and, and, and yes, yes, I am glad that somebody is tuning in, Elevation. Unfortunately, I am glad you are, nigga. 
Like I'm 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 a, I'm a fucking obsessed over you fucking with me. Oh again, my bro. god. I really am. Because I'm in a holiday festive mood. You think with somebody in there watching. <laughs> yes. Yes. Which I, he's got a point. You know, I'm not mad if you tuned in, but, you know, I'm talking to you too. Bro. It, it is. If you've never tuned into the show, yes, I might talk shit about you. It is what it is. Um, But he do, does want to know, since music is your business, are you developing any patents for musical equipment that would help to create better productions, better sounds, better music for artists? That is an elevation a la question. Uh, not not right now, but I definitely look forward to doing something like that. You know, it's it's great minds think alike. So it seems like a lot of the stuff I think of, man, people they doing they doing it already. So you gotta, you know, stay on it. And, and then you gotta find that 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 um that developer that works solely for you, you know, not solely, but that's really into what you're trying to get across, you know what I mean? Right. And that's an expensive ass pro- process, to be quite honest. Yeah, it is. Like if you want to patent some shit, that's an expensive ass thing to do. Right. I say by the uh, time you patent, somebody already got it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Um. So, fifty cent. Like I think we went over the resume, and 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 you've been in the game. What? How many years now? Oh, uh, we'll say nineteen ninety six. Oh, what's that? Oh, wow. Long time. That's what it is. <laughs> OG, OG status. Is that yeah, OG, OG status? status bro. Okay. Who do yeah. you want to work with that you haven't? Uh, uh, that I haven't worked with. Jay-Z and Ice Cube. <clears throat> I know those are OGs, but I never really heard they, the, their voice on my track. You know what I'm saying? And those yeah, would sound crazy on a high tech track, yeah, right? Like, Thank I, you. I a couple of things with Nas, you know what I'm saying? Nas, I heard Nas over high tech beat. I heard Eminem over high tech beat. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Common, you know what I mean? Just, you know, yeah. And yeah. Common, to be quite honest, I think you bought the greatness, the, the, the best out of Common. Really? Like, yes, the shit you did with Common. Like, Common's got bars that's underrated. But the shit you did with him, the nigga just took shit to a whole nother level. For yeah, me. and I think that's for real, for real. I think that's what he did it for. Like when he would do records with us, uh, like on, on Ruckus, he would use yeah. that as his exercise. And I, you know, fortunately, I was like right there to make the cut. You know what I mean? Because I think when Ruckus, like when we did the 199 single, I was right there. You know what I mean? I had just, mm-hmm. so I was, I had already sent him the beat, beat just on the strength. And he was like, I'm about to do this single with Ruckus. And that was it. I had the hook on it already. He was like, I'm using it. And then with the Sun God situation, it was like, I think he wanted to do another single. And I, I think he used that as his exercise. You know what I mean? He, he, he could do something different than what he would do on a major label. And it kept, yeah, it kept the, you know, the knives yeah. sharp. Most, you, most no common quality was frontlining that Ruckus, that Ruckus movement, man. But that was a lot oh, yeah. of good music. Man, Rockets is fucking oh my god, man. They have some yeah. shit on Rockets. Word, um, I, I gotta th- I thank Rockets a lot for like just my whole career, like just because they was allowing me to, you know, you know, uh the nigga slammed the door in my face, by the way. Just saying. Who? Rockets. They slammed the door in your face? Nigga, when I was called back in the day when I was rapping, apparently I was no good <laughs> at it. I went there, nigga. It was <laughs> Back in the day, yo, <laughs> that nigga was rapping. He, he came with a cardboard box. It was 96. 
Hey, <laughs> you know hey, saying? don't disrespect the cardboard <laughs> box, man. What, 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 year, what year was that? Shit, I don't uh, It was, uh, oh my God, I don't remember what. <laughs> I, had, I, I had a dream. I had a dream, man, that I was supposed to go to New York and I was going to hit it big. So I literally, mm-hmm. I got up and caught the Greyhound to New York by myself. Okay. And I hit a whole bunch of, you know, I, I, I was in Manhattan. I end up having to stay at the YMCA because I could not afford anything better than that. Um, but I hit Raucous. I hit several different record companies and got nowhere. And I saw uh, Prince Marky D. Yeah. And I saw him like at a light. And in my mind, I saw this big ass vision. This was my, my story. That I'm going to be great. And my feet just froze. I couldn't fucking run and catch up to him. And I just saw him driving off. And I never became a rapper. That's why you be defending that nigga like that. No, I, I never Prince, heard that. Story Prince Marky before. D, at, but actually, Prince Marky D was a record executive at the time. Yeah, he like, was. Do, do, do have some clout. I was with Marky D a couple of times. I think yeah. he was working with Mariah Carey uh, label too. I think that's what. It yes. Was. I, yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Do have some clout at the time. Yeah. yeah you know, I um, with him a couple of times. He was uh, he's very accessible back then in them days. And yeah, I, I I straight up choked. It, you know, it was just one of those moments, man, where <laughs> I had an opportunity and I just let it go. And and I've never forgotten that. And I've never wasted an opportunity that, that I was given since then, to my knowledge. Right. He tried. He tried to show up the ruckus after um nigga stopped fucking with Rozelle, so he figured <laughs> nigga could come back and break and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Don't give up, man. Don't give up. I, well, no, man. The, the rap, the rap thing is, I'm, I'm done. You, you, all this great shit. Yeah. You might, you might still got, you might still got one, one more in you, man. And you know what? I take that back, man. I seen these two, it's two old dudes, uh, out of London. They got to be at least sixty five years old, and they actually got some shit. It's right. two old white dudes, yeah. so there, you know, there, there is hope, man. You know, I'm gonna save up my pennies, man, to buy a beat from you. <laughs> I got you. You know, uh, first one for free, man. Oh shit! Well, shit! I'm gonna try to do a song for that one. Uh, and 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 Elevation would like to know, man, has Baby Grand paid you for the instrumentals for the chip yet? Hell no, man. <laughs> Hell no, man. Everybody, we need to start that's a some <laughs> Yeah, that was. Yeah, that's that's a long story, man. But that dude, man, he, he's probably the. Oh man. I, I didn't. I only had the words for that situation, man. Like, well, didn't you do a joint for Chip the Ripper too? Yeah, we did. We did a couple of songs. Yeah, man, that nigga Chip was, was kind of dope, though. Was, I, like, I used to listen to Chip, man. Really? That nigga was dope when he was in Cleveland. When he left man, Cleveland, man, yeah. he fell off. Chip, Chip, dope. Uh, Chip is like when I first heard Chip, like I had to listen a couple of times. My man Eddie B. Uh, he from Cincinnati, but he's. I, He's, he was a, uh, a PD in, in Cleveland for a while, radio station. But he, he he let me he introduced me to Chip, and I think Chip was with uh under LeBron's label at the time. And um, I, I, when I heard Chip, he was real special, man. I was like, man, he, this dude is a real rapper. It's just something that hits you when, when as a producer, you could tell if a guy really got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Chip was one of them dudes, and you know, I don't know with with Chip. I, I just think he always overthinks. You know what I mean? He overthinks sometimes, but he definitely got it, man. You know, he I used to listen to Chip and um what's my man name? Um GLC. I used to listen to GLC too. 
Yeah. That's Kanye man, right? Kanye, Kanye man, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, his cadence, your cadence, his cadence was dope. He had a dope voice. I don't, I don't recall that cat right there. But man, you've been in the studio with like everybody. And I know you got like a million stories. Like, give us a couple of the stories that you've been telling over the years that did just shit you can't, you still can't believe. Man, uh, <clears throat> I would say um, before, like right in between, uh, like like ap- after the Train of Thought album, after the release of my album, uh, it was like before, <clears throat> before I like. Like right when round and round the song I, I produced off my first album, mm-hmm. it was doing its thing. But um, during that process of me making my album, I had um, reached out to Snoop, you know. And, and you got people forget them days. Everybody wasn't work, you know. I was in the underground bracket, you know. What I'm right. Saying? Yeah. And you know, I was considered like the backpack producer, the underground dude. You know what I mean? So during that process of making my album, um, I had seen Snoop and the Dog Pound, uh, I think it was Dog Pound on the East Side, I forget, but they was freestyling on Rap City to the blast. And I was, you know, I was really excited about that. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, let me take a shot. So I had just hooked up with my manager out in in LA. And um, I was like, man, you think you can reach out to Snoop just you know, just a long shot in the dark, you know what I mean? I'm trying to, I'm doing this album because I heard him rapping on the blast. He was like, yeah, I, I think I, I know somebody that knows Snoop. I can get in touch with him. So my manager called me back. He was like, man, he's like, these dudes, he's like, man, they they excited. They, they said they, they got an APB out on you anyway. <laughs> you know what man, I mean? Wow. So he was like, man, he said, Snoop said, come out tomorrow. I was like, damn, for real, like tomorrow. So I was like, fuck it, all right, I'm on my way. I got on the plane. Uh, Snoop invited me out to his house, and um, man, it was it, he was just all open arms, man. He let me come to the crib, and, and uh, I, I played him a song that I wanted to get him on, and then he was like, you got some beats, and, I, and then uh, I, I had like a couple of dats full of beats, you know, the dat tapes for all those who don't know, with mm-hmm. digital audio tapes. Uh, I, uh, Played him a few beats, and actually those two beats ended up on the uh, East Siders album, the, uh, the Cool oh. and uh, East Side Riders. So we kind of did like a swap. He he dropped his verse right there in his house, and uh, man, that was like an exciting time because I was, you know, at the time Snoop was coming off the last meal. His his verse, the what he was charging for verses, he was up there like a hundred 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 k for a verse. You know what I mean? He was killing it. So. Um, he, and he did it for me on the on the love. So I, when I came back with the vocals on the ADAT tape, you know, uh, the, the label got really excited, man, and they 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 really kind of tried to devo me out the out the out the song. They was kind of saying like they felt like they they felt like the song was too big for my album. All this bullshit they were saying. Wow. Uh, this song is too big for your album. It was with it's a song called Keep Going. It ended up on G Rap's album. Mm. And uh G Rap had signed to Ruckus at the time. So I had the Snoop verse with it was worth a lot of money. You know what I mean? They they that's how they looked at it. And Snoop actually did it for me, but they kind of put me up, they put me in in a in a bind because uh you know I, I was like 
up against my album not being finished. Mm-hmm. And I was like a big part of my album, you know what I mean? My album process, you know. But to get back to what you were saying, that during that time when I hooked up with Snoop, he he well, I was before I left this out, he was like, Yeah, I'm gonna come out to, to the natty, you know what I mean? One time mm-hmm. and work with you, whatever. But I didn't, I was like, okay, you know, he just talking shit. But you know, a year later, man, uh, I get a call. It was like he was he was coming out and he was on his way. So I had a little small studio downtown Cincinnati. You know what I mean? Uh, he, and he and he he pulled up with the tour bus, and I, I just couldn't believe it. You know, just Damn. being in, you know, I, I'm like, man, Snoop a real dude. Like he pulled up with with uh, Uncle June Bug, uh, Don Juan. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wait a minute, he Bro, brought it crazy. Up with him. <laughs> RBX, uh, my man. Um, uh, what's my man name? Uh, I forget. Oh, DLC. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's my man? Uh, uh, my, uh, dude, he remind me of Nipsey a little bit. Uh, uh, it, it, it was on the Doggy Style, but we did a lot of the songs for the Doggy Style All Star album out in Cincinnati, mm-hmm. and uh, that was just one of them days. Like when he first walked into the studio, like. I just couldn't believe it. And he sat down in the chair, everybody left. And it was just me and him in the studio in my small lab, you know, the natty underground producer. I'm like, damn, Snoop, you know, he's a new right. star. You know what I mean? I just couldn't believe it, man. And just for him to keep his word like that, that was like one of them big highlights, you know, of my, of my career, just studio days, you know. Does, and, he, does he smoke like 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 we think he smokes? Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I was about to ask that. Same question. It was crazy. That was the day. first time. Uh, that was the first time I stayed up for two days straight. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he got some good. Like literally, like one. I, I mean, we was up all night, man, smoking and working. And then I was like, sun was up. It was probably about ten in the morning. We we went back to his hotel. Everybody's chilling. We kicking it. I was like, try to hit him with the rock, like, I right, snoop, I'm out, right? He was like, nah, hold up. <laughs> He's like, we about to go out Uncle Boosie house. So we all went, went out to Uncle Boosie house. They, Yo, that's on. crazy. Yeah, they don't never like, sleep. They, man, these dudes don't sleep. You know, I, one thing I learned from them is like worth that, worth, work ethic and um, just keeping the vibe going in the studio, knocking the records mm-hmm. out, man. Just, you know, if a beat ain't like like how you said you, somebody sitting there studying too long and the song ain't coming out, just go to the yeah. next whatever spark you, you know what I mean? Right. It, it just was crazy. Yeah. Who's the quickest writer? Quickest writer? Yeah. Marsha. Marsha Ambrosius. Wow. Really? I could see that too. Killer. Killer yeah. is I mean, let me tell you, she's a killer. Like we do, she wrote like four songs. Like while working on the Joe Nell project at the time in the same studio, and um, she came out and she wrote like four songs in like an hour. Wow, that's wow. crazy! Four, four, four songs, songs in an hour. Like four, yeah, four full songs. Yeah. An hour. Somebody probably got. I mean, she like, was always the, she was song. always the writer though out of them, yeah. right? Yeah, she was always the right. When she was in a group, she's in a group, you know. Right, for floor tree. Yeah, floor tree. Her and her yeah. But, but did y'all know. use a floor though? Yeah, we used we used uh well they didn't come out, but we, we ended up we kept 
like I think we kept three of them, and then she she did she co-wrote on a, another track as well. But for her, like when she came out to the studio, I couldn't believe how fast she was writing conceptual on-point songs. Like you know, they were still on-point, meaningful, conceptual, melodic, everything you could name. Like Marsha is incredible. Man, what's she doing now? I don't know. I don't know. She's still doing her thing. You know, she's she's. Uh, I think she, I know she had a kid uh, a few years back, and, uh-huh. enjoying her motherhood, from what I could see, and. Man, I know she's in a beautiful place, though. I know you got a shitload of, of songs that we've never heard before that you would love to release, but just can't. Yeah. What's the dopest one you got? <laughs> I got a lot of joy. I got, I got a flip mode song I never put out. Oh. That was all like my, in the process of uh, working on the high technology, too. And I, got a, I got a Mac Miller joint that's really dope. Wow. I got, wow. I, got like, I got like three three or four Snoop joints that we did that, that I haven't found the right place for them yet. But yeah, I'm definitely working. Y'all, what do you think? Why are you not releasing that Mac Miller though? Like most people would have released that. Yeah, because I, I, I want to actually use it the proper way. Like I don't want to disrespect his family and his estate because, you know, I, with his death, it's like, you know, they already had enough trouble with you know, you know how a lot of people like to capitalize off of yeah. people. I don't really, I ain't that, I'm not really that person, you know what I mean? I'm not I'm not that person at all, you know? I, I like to respect the game, you know? So yeah. as soon as I get in touch I, with I, I the right that. person, <laughs> get in touch with the right person, you know, in this camp, so I could, you know what I mean, make sure we can release it the right way. Well, I can guarantee you they won't hear this show, Um, but if they do, somebody reaches out to me. <laughs> I got you, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, and this is actually a good question, Elevation. Do you think Eminem would be as famous now if, he, if you had discovered him as opposed to Dr. Dre? Uh, wow. Hell yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, at the end of the day, M is a creator. You know what I mean? And he, all he needs is like, like when you got like somebody like myself or like Denon Porter, because Denon Denon is like, he was one of those craftsmen that, that's right there with him that's showing him how to show him a lot about producing too, you know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think him himself, just his creativity, you know, his creative process, We it may not have been exactly what Dre did, but it would have definitely been something because him in, in himself is just a dope MC. He's just incredible. And you know, I feel like I'm incredible on, on my, my my engineering and my beats. You know what I mean? We could have definitely came up with something, but you know, Dre is Dr. Dre is Dr. Dre. You know, you can't. Right. Like, Low key though, that first album that really wasn't Dr. Dre. Like the first album, he kind of most of it he had already. I forget the the dudes' names, but it was some cats that he had already done most of that shit with that they didn't really get all the credit for. Yeah, like no, I said, I don't, I don't feel like it'd have been the same path, but because you got Dre, like that's Dr. Dre. Uh, right. I mean, he Dre go way back, you know, wrecking crew days. Mm-hmm. So he's been in the game forever. And him having that platform, and you know, <clears throat> all he needs is a hardworking artist and a dope creative artist like that to to make, you know, help continue his legacy in a sense. I mean, they had that machine too. And, and 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 Rome hates Eminem, but 
by the way. Um, oh, yeah. Yo, nah, yo, let, me, let me clarify that, yo. Hate, no, I hate the him. way you represent Eminem. I'll put it to you like that. I hate the way you represent Eminem. You represent I'm him horrible. About it. No, I'm not. I'm honest about it. What Eminem do? I say <laughs> that Eminem on drugs is fucking phenomenal. A sober Eminem is trash. I'm proud of him for, for being sober and his sobriety, but like as an MC, it's not good without dope. Uh, I don't know. I, I really don't have too much of an opinion on that. I, I just think it ain't as easy as people think to do what he. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Does anyway, I just I what I do. I would I would say it seemed like maybe like when he took a break to get sober. Taking breaks like you had you rusty in the studio a little bit because now you got all these backed up ideas. And, and everybody got this also had this anticipation. So now you gotta figure out how to get all this out the right way. So you and you don't have that that relentless, youthful, you know, energy no more because you you took the mature step to get sober, you're getting older. And you thinking now you overthinking, but trust me, man, Eminem has got to be one of the greatest. You you know what it is, and I I, I think for some people, substances are the crutch. It's it's still in you, it's there, but they 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 allow you to kind of be you. Just need an eight un- ball, unfiltered. <laughs> That's what you're saying, <laughs> like. I, I I guess in in a way you may be right, you know. Um, uh, but like like I'm, it is it's, it's two M and M's. It's it's totally different with Royce to find nine, and we'd have had this conversation, me and Ron. Like with Royce, his yeah, sobriety like did not change. If anything, his sobriety made him better. That right? I think Royce is incredible. I think Royce yes. is the best MC to ever come out of Detroit. They had it different vices on, too, though. It depends on what you was on at the time. Yeah, yeah. Royce was pretty. You know, I, I think he should drink that. <laughs> you know, and, and drinking will, you know, it's it's a whole different ball game than shrooms right. and, and weed. Right. That's you know, so. shit like that, pills and yeah. Shrooms, like alcohol is two different things. Yeah, you know, but man, Royce is oh my goodness, man. Royce is incredible, man. Yeah. He, yeah, he has gotten phenomenal, bro. He is just like one of the few artists. You rep like you like he represents Eminem disrespectfully. You know what I'm saying? Like this dude said. Jay Z is average lyrically two weeks ago. Who you know did, what I'm saying? I, I didn't then, say it. I agree with you. Did say it. that? Yes, you did. Man. Then no, he said. <laughs> then he says. Then he'll throw Eminem out there and say Eminem's better than. I mean, it's all subjective at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's all subjective at the end of the day. But like, like for instance, like if Jay Jay went through a little moment, according to the, you know to the records of how, you know, the majority of what people might say, like with Kingdom Come and a, was a yeah. couple of albums where he had that. Right. It was he, uh, he worked with Dr. Dre on a few, you know, on a couple. Right. And it's like, like the Lost Ones, I thought that shit was incredible. You know, I yeah. thought it was dope with, you know, Chris and Michelle and all of that. But people know what they want from Jay-Z. People know yeah. what they want from Eminem. People that want know what they yeah. want from High Tech. Yeah. So I think it's a, it's a gift and a curse because the longer you wait, the more you get a little timid. That's why I do you think you got to keep dropping, especially as an MC. Right. Yeah. I think that's where the game kind of got fucked up over the years is that you, you forced to put out 
way more music than than you would want to. Like back in the day, we'd wait two years for you to drop a CD. I thought it was a year though. I thought yeah, like yeah. Tribe and Game Star was yeah. main source. They was dropping like, but you know, I think well, how many yeah. main source only had one album, right? Main source. Yeah. Yeah, I think just the one. Well, the one, right? Yep. But anyway, like those groups, I would look for like PE. You know what I mean? Karis One. They was dropping every year, at least a year and two months at the most. KRS One got a phenomenal catalog. Yeah, he got yep. Yeah, his yeah. albums were great. Yeah, he got a lot of slept on shit too. Yeah, but he's a victim, victim of his own internet, ego too, though. Yeah, the internet is like it just make music so disposable. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. like people click play, and be like, "Oh yeah, that's dope," but then it's like that's it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's like all the weight is on you to have your marketing intact to keep forcing it on people. Like one thing I can say about Bust when he when Busta just dropped his new project. He just was smacking them in the head, smacking them in the head, smack. Right. I never seen nobody ever really done it like that. Nobody never really like dropped video, two videos in one day, you know, because he he trying to keep the people's attention. He he know yeah this, this, yeah. this industry the, the, the way that you know where we at now is like it's the music is so disposable and nobody has the attention span no more. He always been ahead of the curve marketing wise though. Yeah, yeah marketing for this album is crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. His visuals, the whole nine, always been ahead of the curve. Right. <laughs> it ain't like he did cheap looking videos. All of the videos are dope too. You know, but I'm, man, I've been trying to tell people, man, that Billy Dan's new shit is like probably the best shit I've heard this year. It's good. I won't go that far, but it's good. <laughs> you say you would go that far? It's good. Hey, yo, shout out Billy Dan's, man. But gotta got to. Yeah, yeah. big shout out. But yo, yeah. it's a good project. It's a good project. It's a grown man. It's a grown man project. You know what I mean? Yeah. I appreciate it. It's, it's but, out right now, right? Yeah, called the listening yeah. session. Okay, yeah, I gotta check it out. But hey, yo, it's not better than burning the proof, bro. Like yo, I, I just want, I want to hit Benny on a high tech beat, bro. Like I need, I need to hear that. You said Biggie, Benny, Benny. Yeah, yeah I like Benny. Benny's, Benny's so. fire. Yeah, Benny. I, I mean, Griselda. Period. Like just the. the all of them would be, them, yeah. Man. I could definitely see them over a high tech beat. Y'all out there listening, fellas? Like, like, come on, man, do something. Yeah, the uh, West Side, he reached out. I believe he reached out. A lot of people don't call you no more. You can't, you can't trust the internet all day, right? <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I've been hacked before, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And so, you know, but he reached out and cats be moving so fast, and you know, and you know, when people have their sound, sometimes you can't fit in. You know, everybody's sound. You know what I mean. Uh, it was sent you. It was seen that way, but once you actually do it, sometimes it don't work. You know what I mean. I, I think it will work, man. Like yo, Westside Gun got dope albums, yo, and he got so yeah, much I, material. I'm like all those beats I be hearing that they rap, yeah. on, like them shits is incredible. Like, yes. Yeah, I'm like, well, where I'm gonna fit in on that? <laughs> you, you, you gotta be fucking joking though, bro. Like you, nah, you, definitely, you definitely fit in. I gotta yo, get. Well, I'm one of those producers, man. I, I be all over the place. You know that. You know what I mean? And sometimes I might not be in that vibe. At the okay. Yeah. They would want me to make a certain, like what they're working on right now. I'd be like, man, I can't even deliver right now because I'm in this mode. I'm in a different right. mode. Right? Like, I'm the in the music RB is mode. always made off of vibe. Definitely a good yeah, vibe. vibe. It's got to be the vibe. Yeah, yeah. man. I, I yeah. Speak, that's how I speak through the music. It's more of a vibe, if anything. You know. What was your uh, favorite, like, Beat that you ever made? 
uh, my favorite beat, my favorite beat. I mean, one of my favorite, like battle beat wise, where I feel like I like served him. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> feeling that you was in the zone. Uh, when I served him one time, is that that G Unit beat the intro? Yeah, yo, yo, I swear to God, I posted that joint today, man. Yo, that joint <laughs> goes. I posted that joint all in my story, man. Like that, that beat's incredible. Thank and then you. Buck, and then in the way the way Buck come in on the verse, you know, set it off, man. Yeah. It's, it's yo, crazy because when I made the beat, I was like, this, this, it, this is somebody's intro. Mm -hmm. I knew it. I was like, this is somebody's intro. And, and when they used it for the intro, I was like, yeah, and that's Drake. You know, yeah. what I mean? right? Me and Dre both mixed that. We we said we was in the studio for two days straight mixing that man. For like, wow. yeah, that beats two crazy. And a half, three days working on me, him, and Steve B. Shout out to Steve B, man. He he's like, and him and Dre, man. They and that's what's crazy about that is, I knew it was somebody's intro. Dre made it their intro, huh? and, and 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 we worked on it together. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. And then at the end of the during the session. I'm like just sitting in the back, like like if you see the couch in the back, I'm like sitting on the couch. He at the board, he's standing up, work tweaking and tweaking. I'm I'm just back vibing, like listening. And he turned around and looked at me like, he just stared. Was like, he's like, man, you gotta put your name on this shit. <laughs> he was like, yeah, you gotta put your name on this shit. Mm -hmm. I was like, damn. He was like, he's like, cause people gonna think I did it. He's like, you gotta put your name on this shit. Yeah, yeah. So Drake produced when I say high tech nigga at the end, that was the, that was the first time you know Drake produced that vocal right there. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yo, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's like, incredible. He was like, just say, just say something. You know, what I'm saying you gotta, you gotta do your, you gotta say your name on it. And he was like, he's like, yeah, he made me go in the booth and put my name on that shit. Yo, you did the <laughs> I get high joint too, right? Yeah, yeah. That that yeah. That's just fucking fire right there too. Man, that was one of the, that was a I love that beat, like the creativity and the way the way it sits and uh the way they killed it. Actually, that, that beat was probably like three years old when when they actually used it. You know what I mean? Wow, that's crazy. They brought it back to life. That's fucking dope, mm, bro. That's dope. All right, so so your top five producers all time, living or dead or alive, any genre. Oh man, just hip hop. No, any genre. Man, damn. I would have to say, God, man. That's I don't even really have a top five, man. I, I mean, damn. That's a, that sounds like the politically correct answer right there. <laughs> <laughs> you, you hit us with the PC joint right there. It's okay. I understand. No, you say all any genre though. There's so many producers, bro. That's like yeah, it's just too many, like yeah. I mean, I me like like I Quincy Jones would be one. Yeah, Quincy Jones. Uh, you uh, gotta when you got the Quincy Jones. When I say Quincy, I be I be leaning more towards Rod Temperton because that's the vibe I like. Like mm. Rod Temperton is who gave that Michael Jackson that off the wall vibe. That was like Heat Wave records. Mm. You know okay. I mean? that, okay. That, that make you cry. You know what I mean? It's that feeling. Yeah. You know I mean? Right. Hit that spot. That was Rod Temperton's melodies. I mean, if you want to go there, gamble and huff. Fucking That's Philadelphia, right? Yeah. I, I really crazy. Oh, uh, you know, that's that's super OG for me right there. Oh, you know, I fuck with those. I'm I, old, I man. Those are the Brothers Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Brothers Johnson. Yeah, that's gamble and huff. No, 
My uh, brother Johnson, they produced that themselves or that? I'm not I, sure I about know. that one. I don't know, but I, I still, know. I still listen to them. Records. Well, uh, yeah, you, I mean, you got rest in peace, ecstasy, man. The, the, the man, I, I can't believe you. man died. Who, Danny, man, that's crazy. Oh, rest the, in peace to you, King. Yeah, the producer they work with. What's his name? Larry. Larry um, oh my God, how did I forget that quick? I forgot his last name. Anyway, the guy that I don't know. Maybe you want to Google it. I'm doing it right <laughs> now. <bro. laughs> How can I even forget? Like my brain is going dead. Anyway, the guy they worked that produced a lot of the. Uh, Larry Smith. What'd you say? Larry Smith. Larry Smith. Yep. Larry Smith is one of the dopest slept on producers, hip hop producers. He helped. He was definitely instrumental in um, in Run DMC's career. You know what I mean? And, and that that Houdini sound, but when you say producer, you know you got people like Dre and Kanye and Pharrell, Timberland, you know all the way down to Pete Rock, Premier, you know, uh, Jay Dilla, you know, like people who really like hit those angles where they always bring something new, you know what I mean? Like it's always some it's something new. Uh, Everybody ain't innovative, you know. Yeah. They they, they yeah. dope producers, but they don't really, you know, hit the area. They ride, they ride the wave. They don't create it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's a lot of cats to do that shit, or yeah. motherfuckers. And I ain't gonna mention Puff Daddy's name. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, that, that, away from Puff though, man. But, <laughs> but you gotta think like Puff, man. Like people, it, it's a reason I don't. Like Puff is an incredible producer. Yeah. He's like, I mean, he, he and when you say producer, like it could be, it ain't necessarily a lot of people think it's just about making the beats. And you may not be a lot. It ain't just the beats. Like people like George Clinton, you know what I mean? Who come in the lab and you know, Boosie was in there, the whole crew, they all working on the songs and, and making the shit, but it just it just take a guy like Boosie, or, I mean, take a guy like George Clinton or Puffy to come in and just arrange it the right way. And if it wasn't right. for those subtle adjustments, the song would not be what it was. You know what I'm saying? Well, All I know is, man, if I'm in the studio and I made it, I'm, I'm in there working my ass off, making the beat, the nigga walks in there and says, turn down the snares and walks out and now he the producer, I'm tight. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> we got a problem. <laughs> uh, it's, more to it. it's definitely more to it than that. That's like, to me, that's a rumor stuff. But Puff, very instrumental in, in uh, making Biggie bring his voice down at the time, at a time when he was rapping real high, like on Party and Bullshit. Mm -hmm. like, you know, so you got vocal production too. You know, it's about, you know, you know, the vocals is just another instrument to the track. You know, you help people bring it out. And, you know, it's like, that's that's a producer too. You know, it ain't just uh, the beat or programming. You know, producers, you know. I believe, you're, not go, go you're not going to a party nowhere and not going to have at least like five puff joints. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and, and the mix of it and just yeah. the idea of it. Who came up with the idea and say, you know, the mix of it and how it sits. You know what I mean? That That's a big part of uh, a, a producer, like if it weren't for guys like Puff, it wouldn't be uh, Kanye. You know what I mean? Like or 
myself even like you know you gotta understand like a lot of this stuff translate through the music because it teaches us how to uh how to carry the legacies on and keep records mixed like puff records they stand the test of time but i mean a lot I, of I will say that you don't think so no no i'm agreeing with you i i, oh. I have to agree with that one yeah yeah, they, they make some timeless shit. Yeah, and you know that's that's the that's the thing about a a good producer, man. The records is, they stand the test of time. A lot of people run around, they say they producers, and they just really like beat makers. You know what I mean? They not real uh, broad thinkers. So they, you know, a producer can damn near hear the record from start to finish before it's even done. So, is there a beat out there or beats? That you made that you didn't get no credit for that you you pissed about you ain't got to name them or nothing. No, no, that never happened to me, man. Never. Oh, so you've been on your shit for real from day one. Yeah, never. I'm from scratch. Definitely. Yeah. I'm straight. Yeah. I'm straight from scratch. Straight from scratch. Yeah. Who, in your opinion, is the uh, the best MC that you think doesn't get enough credit? Uh, the best MC that do doesn't get enough credit. In your the opinion, mo the most underrated. Yes. Uh, right now. Um. Yeah. Sure. Right now. Uh. Somebody like. Uh, I don't know. I, I, somebody like Ice Cube. I think when people start saying like, I think Ice Cube. Ice Cube was in my top five. Uh. Oh, so you got a top five for MCs? Lightweight. Okay, like, what you got there? Let's, he let's, let's, definitely let's, be in got there, bro. Five. Okay, yeah. so you got Ice Cube. Who else you got? Cube, Nas. Okay. Rakim. Okay. See, I, I got three three coming at you. That, that, that's, that's six. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I got one like that too, <laughs> <laughs> so, My top five uh, uh, unfinished. <laughs> I'm not mad at that though. Like you can't like I, G rap should be in my top five, but I never actually put him in my top five. It's like six, but he should be top five. I alternate between well, Scarface definitely. See, my, top see, five. You know who my dude is? Willie D. I like Willie D. Really? You know over Scarface? No, nah, not over Scarface. But oh, Willie like, D was tough though. Willie really? D was tough. Uh, you know, Willie I was not a Willie D fan, man. Ball headed hoes. No. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> funny, man. <laughs> you know, you know the thing I like about Willie D, like when he when he say what he say, you can tell he mean it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And Willie D is the epitome of a down south. When you think down south niggas, <laughs> Willie D comes to mind. You know. Right. Um Dave's an underrated group too, man. The Ghetto Boys, even though they legends, they do not get the the proper respect. And Bushwick Bill, that CD he put out, Doctor Von Thirty Word title he had, that shit was actually fire. Yeah, the, the, the Ghetto. It was, I think, the last Ghetto Boys album was fire too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Bushwick, man. He don't get no love. Speak Bushwick. Yeah, we about the same height, man. Shout out to him. <laughs> yo, you beat me to it, yo. Well, you know what? Hey, I'm I'm not ashamed <laughs> of being short, bro. I'd rather be short. Hey, you know most MCs are my height. Cause they can't because they too small to play sports. That's just how I go, bro. You know it's fucked up about a tall nigga that it's a you know, you you six five and ain't playing sports, nigga. 
Who, me? I'm 37. That's why I ain't playing sports. But when I was in my prime, yeah, I was playing sports, yo. <laughs> Getting hated on by niggas like you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, you, were, you, were, you was on the team, nigga. You wasn't playing. <laughs> you know, riding the bench don't count, nigga. <laughs> I, I was lost since a freshman, bro. What you what you say? I Oh shit! Uh, I don't um, know. About six, seven years. It's been longer than that, nigga. Nah, um, it's about six years. Six years. Yeah, yeah. That's my guy, though, man. We've been, hey, we've been, and we've been doing the show about five years. So, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Thanks. yeah. Thanks, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate. Oh it. man, an honor, bro. It, yeah, an honor, man. thank you. Yeah, that nigga hit me back, and I I, I hit Rome up like that nigga high tech hit me back. I gotta weed it all out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know everybody ain't worthy, you know. Right, wasting your time, man. Yeah, our shit's more like conversations, you know, and and and, and that's why elevation is like having a, a coronary over there. Cause we ain't asking you about your IRS, your W twos, <laughs> you know. Um, but you know, we just had conversations, man. It go where it go, man. We have yeah. definitely thoroughly enjoyed it, man. The bill was great, man. Um, and if you want to contact him, he already said it. Reach out to him on on social media. It's high tech everywhere. Um, the resume speaks for itself. Should be going into the Hall of Fame. Um, are they putting producers only in the Hall of Fame? That I don't know. Uh, I believe, like, nah, I was, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. We need to start one, if not. Yeah. All right. I mean, we got a trap Hall of Fame for, for, I mean, I'm sorry, a trap museum. (laughs) That's that's corny, though, man. (laughs) That's corny. That's something Tip did, right? That's Tip. Yeah. Yeah. Hey yo, my peoples went down there, man, and 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 it actually the pictures they took it kind of looked dope. Although I would not, that would not be something I'd be looking yo, for. Everybody I know who went down there said it's dope, but I'm not yeah. going. You know what I'm saying? Like I I, I can appreciate it from afar. You gotta yeah. check it out. You gotta just check it out. Just check it yeah. out. Yeah, the ratchet in me kind of wants to check it out. Yeah. I want to go. Yes. Everybody, <laughs> everybody I heard went said it's dope. Everybody I heard the same thing. <laughs> I think I'm about you know, to say the same I, thing. I don't think people. I don't think the. I think the industry in itself just been reshaped and right on purpose. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, in order for the the, the the corporations to get paid again, because for a minute, you know, they was building the Rockefellers, the cash monies, and right. You know what I mean, and no limits. They don't want no more of them niggas. You know. What nah. I mean? And they don't want no more of that. So they 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 stopped it. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So, it was a little, little dope thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, Soldier Boy got too rich for the ass. That's what it was. Yeah, that too. But, you know, like, you got, um, man, it's just, they figured out how to reshape the game. Like, even with the Grammy situation, it's like, most of the albums that are being nominated are independent. You know what I mean? They're independent because they have to because right. independent joins is the dopest. Yo, yeah. I hope Freddie, I hope Freddie Gibbs win too, bro. Right. I ain't gonna tell you no lie. You oh man, saying? stop hating on Royce, man. I pray, yeah. I pray like, Freddie I, I commend, Gibbs. I, I congratulate everybody because it's like yeah. I, shit, I don't, shit. man. Royce yeah, to find nine need to win that shit. I don't, I don't think really who I, I want whoever win. We all hip hop wins in general. Yeah, yeah, hip hop win. Hip hop win. Yeah. At the end of the day, but like I, I, I follow yeah. Gibbs. He came into the game, man, to see his growth and it, 
to have achieved where he at now going independent. Yo, I root, yeah. for, I, I root for that dude, man. And I, I just feel like how the Grammys, they pull it, they pull you, they have to be a part of it, you know? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I still think they had a political side because I don't think they, if you're going to do that, then there's so much, so many other projects that you can yeah. nominate or be nominated. You know? Absolutely. So I got one question off subject. You think you can still break dance? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can hit some, I can I can hit a couple windmills, you know. What I'm saying? Oh, man. Come on, bro. Don't, hey, don't don't fuck around. Hey, y'all lucky these cameras won't go over there because I will windmill on your ass. Bro. We have a battle right now, bro. Hey, yeah, you don't want this work, bro. Yeah, I can't do much, I but I can still that. win fucking meal. I bet some money on that. Yeah, hey, I see stars. You gonna be seeing them stars. <laughs> My wife gonna be calling the ambulance. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I'd be like, Lord rest his soul. I pay money. I pay money to see that, bro. That's what I'm saying. I'm yeah, yo, just that. go live and put your cash app out, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Pay, pay for your hospital bill. <laughs> oh man, we can't hold this man up all night, man. Um, truly, truly been an honor, though, King. Man, oh, definitely man. appreciate Thank you. you for the conversation, man. Help me out. You know, help, help. Yeah, right. I, you know, I don't like I said, I don't do interviews all the time, but I appreciate y'all having me, man. You know, I, I'm chilling, man. Y'all, how's your Christmas going? Everything good? Yeah, everything yeah. good. It's been complete <laughs> ass. It really has. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, 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 it's been complete ass. <laughs> I mean, I've been depressed, man. I'm not gonna lie, I've been depressed most of the time. Yeah. You know? Oh, and my wife, my, my wife went out and bought us a brand new 65 inch smart TV. I should be excited. Man. Got a new TV for my monitors, like 40 inches now, so now man. I can actually see shit. I should be, you know. But y'all know the situation, man. It's my first yeah, Christmas man, without moms. I always say, man. stay positive, even if it's negative. Just man. be positive about it. You're gonna be watching a Christmas here. story tomorrow. A lot of people this Christmas. You be watching Cody West course movies like everybody else tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Nah, like, man. chill out. You be all right. I'm to work tomorrow. Watch you, uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. I'm gonna go to work and watch Uncle Nearest when I get home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's depressing shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. <laughs> I'm gonna say one thing though, man. I appreciate this conversation because it definitely has made my motherfucking day, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Definitely appreciate you. Yeah. No problem. Thanks for having me, y'all. You know, I, I wasn't doing shit. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna get back at it. I'm gonna. Um, Especially on Christmas I definitely Eve. Definitely got some shit coming. You know what I mean? You know. Uh, I just kinda, I'm, this quarantine, well, yeah. it just threw a wrench in the game, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It just definitely. threw a wrench in the game, you know. Hey, you get bored, want to come back, man? We definitely, we here, bro. All you got to do is yeah, say we the word. Nothing. So, <laughs> we got a couple more months of you being bored, so fuck it. Y'all just chilling and about to watch a movie or something. Right. Yeah, Don't you know what I mean? <laughs> We come back, we start a breakdance club or something, man. You know, fuck, you know what I'm saying? We start scratching this nigga, shit. You would look goofy as hell trying to breakdance, nigga. Like, yeah. you was way too oh tall. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, man. Tall man, niggas, look, tall yo, niggas breakdance and don't look right, bro. And I can't even break. I, I promise you, I'll beat you. This nigga is 6'5". 
I'm sorry. Some things tall niggas can't do, man. Breakdancing is one of them. How tall are you? Five foot? Five, hey. five and a half. Zane Stop hating. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. I was built to breakdance, though. Your ass would fuck around and knock everybody out. Trying to do one windmill and the whole crowd on the ass, nigga. Hey, bro. <laughs> Bro, you know, uh, I still got a little bit of athleticism, though. That's a smidgen. Anyway, man, we. <laughs> 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 hey, uh, and, and, and next time, man, we go, we gonna borrow his uh his contact list, man. So we 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 could get Snoop on the line too, man. That's gonna be fucking dope. <laughs> Although I, I don't I don't smoke no more, so yeah. Yeah, I'll do it for you. Don't worry about it. I got you. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Oh, I, I could tell you the story though. When 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 I got the record from Snoop, right? Mm-hmm. They told me that it was too big for my album. So this was before I did Sun God and Round and Round. Right. So I had to, long story short, I had to use that record as leverage to finish the project. So it was kind of like a bittersweet. Bittersweet. Cause I didn't, I, want, I didn't want to part with the record. Yeah. It would have been, it was perfect the way it was. It was me, it was uh, me, Snoop, and Devin the dude. Oh, yeah. man. It was crazy. Oh, Snoop you ain't say that part, bro. Yeah, man. That's crazy. It's actually how it's the Coogee Rap is in, you know, Coogee Rap is on the record. But it's so somebody put G Rap, Devin the dude, and Snoop on, on, on the record. Yeah, Ruck has messed that up, man. That that really wasn't the original vibe. You know, the original vibe was that was crazy. Well, really, it was just Snoop and Devin, but you know, I did the beat and Devin had yeah. his verse and Snoop was on it. And just, but them niggas know, is perfect like, together, right? Oh, yeah, exactly. So you know, at the time, it would have been super incredible because I was an underground producer, but I was on a come up. You know, I had to blast out. You know. I, it would have just been like groundbreaking, right? You know, then artists from you know South and you know New York wasn't even really working together like that at the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? West was on top still, and I mean, hip hop was had its own. Everybody had their own sound at the time still, you know. And for me to be able to hook up with somebody like Snoop at the time would have been incredible. But like I said, it was bittersweet, and it allowed me to go back to the lab and make. A homegrown record, which is the round and round record, and uh, and also do the Sun God record. So it, it would kind of worked out, you know. I was still I'm still mad about that situation. You know what I mean? <laughs> can 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 we hear that song, no, bro? Is that, yeah, is that are, are you legally allowed to let us hear that? Yeah, it's out. It's out. It's no, not w- w- no w- without Kooji rap. No disrespect to him. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have it on. I don't have it on deck right now, but. It's pretty much the same song with Coogee rap on it. But the way they cut the vocals, it just lost the vibe. It's the same beat, same hook. Yeah. Okay. But, and um, I am a Coogee rap fanatic, but that just, some yeah, shit it, shouldn't happen. At the time, it definitely did. For me, there were no disrespect to Coogee rap, but it did work for what I was had, where I was headed with the record. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you on that on. But it's, it's still... Like right now, I still appreciate. It. I hear it, you know, but they they wasted it. They really wasted the record that, that I had. You hear, and when you hear it every time, you get a little tight. I know. I, I'm, oh, I'm sure man. you do. But, 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 <laughs> <laughs> you hear it, right? 
Right. <laughs> it was crazy. But I, like I said, it was bittersweet because had I not done that and gave up the record, I wouldn't have did the round and round record, which was, that ended up being like a real money grab for me because she was my artist and I was able to get her deal, her own deal with Def Jam. Mm-hmm. Like a million dollar deal with Def Jam. And I was like, you know, and then that turned into me getting my own solo deal with MCA. And they gave me like, you know, $700,000, like unprecedented stuff, unprecedented stuff that was like for an underground producer, we wasn't really getting that, you know what I'm saying? So I was- So able, you got the bag. Man, I got the bag. I was able to solidify like two record deals at the same time. Uh, that one, you know, that's just the momentum of what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? And had they not stole the record from me, it probably, would, <laughs> probably wouldn't have happened. But yeah. shout out to Snoop though, and Devin the dude. Man, shout out to Snoop for sure, man. Like Snoop was one of them guys that's very instrumental in my career as well. Like, you know, like he really made people in the West Coast <laughs> know who I am. You know what I'm saying? Like West Coast, they know who High Tech is. A big part of that is Snoop. You know, right. you know he always shouted me out on the records. And, you know what I mean? Let people know this is a High Tech track. It's High Tech, High Tech. And like, I mean, you can't ask for more as a producer for real, you know, because a lot of producers don't get their name shouted out. And no, you know what I mean? Like, and I think like, like 50 Cent ain't shouting your shit out. Hell no, like he never shouted me out. <laughs> that know? nigga ain't saying a word. Nigga's 50 Cent. When you when the, when the guy t- shouts you out, that, that means they really, you know, they in tune with you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and definitely Snoop is one of those guys that, that helped me, you know solidify myself in the West. Really, like, you know, we did a lot of records, a lot of, a lot of, broke a lot of bread, did a lot of records, you know. Uh, he always, he's been to my studio, shit, at least six, seven times, you know. Yeah, so, tell that nigga to call me. Uh, he ain't got my number, but it's Snoop. You, you know, I'll give it to you. It'll come together. You already yeah. know. <laughs> and, and Devin the dude, man, I've been, I've been begging that nigga for about six months now to interview him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, nothing. I fucking love that. De- one of the most original MCs ever Man, to I me. Love Devin. Hey, absolutely. Oh, I love Devin yeah. the dude since the Oz Squad days. Oh my God, man. That nigga is just, and, and it, he ain't changed up. Like, you either a Devin the dude fan or you not. It, it ain't no gray area with that nigga. Nah, he still got, he still got a cold following, man. That dude a legend. And his last oh, album, y'all check it out, it was super dope. I forgot the name of it, but it just came out about uh, maybe. I think it was last year sometime. Has it been a no, I ain't hear that one. It might be two years now. Like I don't years. know, but I seen him do some shit on IG. Man, he got some dope playing some shit on IG. Dope. Yeah, shit was dope. Yeah. All right, but man, let me let me get out of here, man. I gotta get up at 5 30 in the morning and, and okay. go save lives. <laughs> All right, um, hey, I appreciate y'all, man. Yeah, we appreciate hey, you too, man. Yeah. Thank Any, you anything we could possibly do for you, I doubt it, but if it is, let us know. Uh, man, yeah, definitely. I'll be back at you. Oh, no doubt, man. We Definitely got you. No doubt. Okay. All right, All right bro. It, bro. Salute to you, man. Appreciate you, man. Have a good one. Have a, a good Christmas. Happy New Year and all of that. Merry yeah, Christmas. Yeah, happy Kwanzaa. Happy happy uh, ha- Merry Festivus or Happy Festivus. Yeah, Happy Pandemic, all of that shit. Yeah. yeah. The whole happy nine. Pandemic. We out. <laughs> Peace. Peace. All right. Peace. All right, Ron, what you got? You and Silk, y'all good? Mm-hmm. What you got? Come uh, on, wrap yo, it up, wrap it up. Wrap it up, B. 
Yo, um, <laughs> big shout out, <laughs> big shout out to High Tech for coming through to kick it with us, man. That was a dope interview, dope conversation, dope build, man. We appreciate that, brother, man. Um, follow me on IG, S Driver for Perfection underscore four three. Uh, big shout out Keys Development. Um, shout out to any gangsters. Uh, follow us on YouTube. Subscribe and share. I'm hit the like button too, yo. Like we appreciate that shit. It, it does us justice. Please definitely hit the like button. And, um, share, subscribe. Hey, share our shit, man. And they'll holler at us tomorrow. We got the water cooler popping. Um, 7 p.m. Um, brother Greg, Sean Dunn, and that's it, man. Uh, Mary Kwan's a nigga. <laughs> Happy Festivus and shout out to Troop Troopy uh, in the chat room. Um, and shout out to Elevation Allah for bugging the shit out of me the whole damn interview. <laughs> yo, we, wonderful, yo make, make him a moderator. We need I, w- I will not. I'm pretty sure I got him blocked on Facebook. There's probably a reason. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, you fucking us up, yo. That's dedication, bro. Oh, I'm just fucking with you, man. You can't take a joke, man. As many of these damn acts I didn't got, you better be able to take a damn joke, man. Although I might have them blocked, man. I'm not sure. What's your name on you Facebook? That nigga, man. I got a shitload of people blocked, man. It's, I'm, I'm pretty sure that. you do. Yeah, I got family members blocked, nigga. My, my black game is wrong. Make sure you videos with your friends and your friends of friends. Make sure they subscribe. I can only imagine the shit that people say to you, yo. crazy. I just want to see it. Like, I just want to see it, yo. Yo, man. Most of the time, most of the time, man, it's unwarranted. It's not like like I just generally just be assholes to people. Like people bring the asshole out of me. <laughs> yo, yo, I, I, yo, send me the video of nigga dissing you, yo, so I can see that shit. I'm not doing that, man. I'm not. Doing that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not giving you that. I'm, you're gonna have to find that shit, nigga. I'm not giving you that. I'm gonna look for it too. I'm no, look for it too. And, and actually, I think it's more than one, but that's another story. Uh, I'm about to do some research. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to do some fucking research. Yo, and uh, like they said, don't forget to subscribe to the channel, man. Hit that like button. Um, and please share the show. Uh, once again, man, shout out to High Tech. Very, very dope conversation. Um, yeah. Definitely appreciate the love and the build. And uh, on that note, oh, don't forget to check out the uh, website, mrochelle.com, for some personal jewelry that is the finest of quality and check out our website liberationmindedmedia.com oh and i don't i don't do this enough man go to blogtalkradio.com slash my skin is my sin and check out the rest of our lineup man um queens with vibes and visions um self-love is my rehab opinions and assholes uh, we got a whole team up up under the uh, my skin is my sin umbrella. So go check them out. They got they do some fire ass work. Um, shout out to Silk. Shout out to to the plug. And we'll be back tomorrow. I don't I don't know if we we may be doing the show tomorrow. I'm not sure. Um, it sounded like it. I, I'm not really doing anything after work. So uh, we it's a possibility we'll do the water cooler tomorrow at seven o'clock. Eh, you'll get a notification if you hit that notification bell. Other than that, man, we out. Y'all have a good one. Peace. Peace.